Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Kevin Kelly dominated high school football in Arkansas, winning nine state titles in 18 years at Pulaski Academy. He's now turning his attention to dominating the airwaves on the zone. He's brought to you by the Little Rock Athletic Club, who's currently building a state-of-the-art indoor pickleball facility. Little Rock Athletic Club, no contracts, and save 30% off joining fees. Coach, let me sing your praises for a moment, if I may. And this Thank won't you. be the nicest thing I've ever said to you, but it was a nice thing. You told me last week that you liked the Saints to beat the Buccaneers, and I thought you were insane, even though the ESPN analytics agreed with you. And I, nobody expected them to win maybe the way that they did. A dominating performance. So thank you for that. Good call. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many other games you got right last week, but you were all over that one. Well, I got the Dallas one right as far as Detroit cover. Yeah. I was pretty darn sure they were going to. I know it took some stuff at the end, but – that game was never going to be a blowout either way, and then, but I didn't miss the over. I thought Dallas would. I thought Dallas and Detroit would go over, yeah. and they both just sputtered around down there like two teams that looked like they wanted to lose. Well, Dallas threw seven points away by fumbling into the end zone. See, what do you think about that rule? Oh God! I mean, you know, it was funny. I posted something on the rule, and nine thousand people replied back, and it was severe hate of the rule or severe love of the rule because they're like, they should be forced to take care of the ball. But, yeah, that's a crap. I mean, I give it back to them where they fumble it. You know, they've got that rule on if you if it's fourth down and you fumble the ball, if it goes forward, it either comes back to the spot or you have to recover it yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, right there, that's one. That's too big of a penalty. You drove all the way down to the one. You fumble it. They didn't recover it. No. Just Thank went you. out of bounds Thank out of the you. end zone. Thank you. So put it back where you fumbled it from. You know, I mean, if, if nothing else. I, I just I don't like that rule yeah. at all. I don't Every even rule- I, I was just going to say, I'm, I'm okay yeah. taking it back to the 20. Take yeah. it back to the 20, but give it back to the team. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Every rule the last 25 years has been, it seems like, in favor of the offense. And this one is, I don't know when this, I guess it's always been this way, but it's, and it seems like I don't remember growing up that ever happened. I got to remember guys ever fumbling through the end zone or they, in the end they, zone. I'm it sure it all happened. had started because of Casper with the charge. The Holy Roller, yeah. The Holy Roller. <clears throat> that, that's when they started thinking about putting yeah. him back and stuff. But but the, the the one out of bounds, I mean, the one where it fumbles out of the end zone sideways or back has been there forever. And the thing is, uh, uh, that that's obviously not an offensive rule. But we didn't have to worry about it because guys weren't reaching the ball across. Back yeah. then, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. remember when we were growing up, they, you, keep, you keep the ball covered up to you're through the back of the end zone yourself. You don't reach out and try to cross the plane of the goal line. They didn't have technology to even see if you cleared it anyway. And if you stuck it out and somebody knocked it out, it was just a fumble, mm-hmm. even this is if not it was a, across the line. This is not a criticism. This is an observation. So please don't think I'm old man yelling at kids to get off my lawn, although I do have a little bit of that, but not as much as Klein does. Um in this selfie-taking world that we live in today, this look-at-me social media era, it is remarkable to me that, that kids are almost unable to just run the ball in the end zone. The other day, Michigan, and again, it's not a knock, it's just the way it is, but they, they tossed it out to their receiver, and the kid was wide open, and he basically had a stroll in the end zone from the tight red zone, and he had to, like, sort of leap into the end zone as opposed to just running across the thing. It's like he did this little plie into the end zone. I'm just like, and again, 
It's just the way it is. Now, sometimes those dumb plays where it's the look-at-me moments. I'm like, here's my thing. Anytime I caught a ball and I had a chance to go to the end zone, I'm like, I'm running as fast as I can. I want people to think I'm super fast. These guys are, like, putting on a show on their way into the end zone. It's just funny to me. Well, and that's the world we live in. And the times they drop it, like it happened two weeks ago in the NFL, they had to review for mm-hmm. a while a guy that dropped the ball before he got to the goal line again. And you're right. But, but you know, the dumb thing is this. Is every once in a while, remember the kicker that celebrated after a win and he, the Jaguar, the Jaguars Greco. kicker, yeah, Grammatica yeah. tore his ACL or whatever. You know, Cardinals, right? everybody wants to put on that show, and it's all fine and good. But what we forget is, as humans, we really don't care. Five seconds later, we don't know if the guy put on a show or not, and do not give a darn. We just care if he scored or not. And then, if they could look back, the ones that might not make it in, that might fumble, that might drop the ball early, that might be holding it out to their side and somebody catches them from behind, if we'd look and go, now, are you going to be glad you did this a week from now if it doesn't go well? The answer would be no. Then don't do it now. But you're right. It's 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 that look at me, celebrate now, when in reality, five minutes later, nobody cares. Well, and as a kid, here's the thing. When I was a kid, I didn't think that way either. Like, if I scored a touchdown, dude, believe me, I wanted everybody looking at me. I wanted everybody paying attention to me. I wanted the cheerleaders flirting with me. But you look at it, and you really understand the game more now. It is the complete ultimate team game, right? Yeah. So if you got a pick, your defensive line probably gave some pressure to get you there. Oh, yeah. If you're a running back and you ran between the tackles into the end zone, you sure as hell didn't do that by yourself. Right. And if you're a quarterback, you have to deliver the ball to a guy to get into the end zone in a pass play, and the receiver didn't just catch the ball and throw it to himself. So, again, everybody's playing a role here. So you go and look at me, look at me. You know, it, it is a little bit annoying when you think about it because a lot of things have to happen right for a play to work on either side of the ball. You know, what I did at PA and what I'm going to do this year at Sheridan's, I had our guys, look, if you want to celebrate, nobody is celebrating as an individual. We're not spiking. We're not ju- – and you sprint across the goal line. It's always been for me. Find one of my guys that's not sprinted across the goal line in the million touchdowns we scored. You won't find one because their butt was watching the rest of the game if they did that. Mm-hmm. I had a guy – we were playing Lake Hamilton. We ended up losing the game one time. and had a kid. I love the kid. Good, hard-nosed player. He did a flip into the end zone with the ball. He tested me. And this was against Lake Hamilton. They were really good back in 2009. And he dove into He didn't play the rest of the game. He was done, and we lost the game. Mm. But valuable lesson learned right there. We got a 15-yard penalty. I don't need a 15. We don't need a 15-yard penalty so you can do a flip into the end zone. Did he you land know. the flip, though? Did he, did no, he, he landed it? on his butt. And, uh, oh. and he's a smart kid. He's a veteran. He's a veter- uh, veterinarian now. So, okay. you know, he's done well. But... He was dumb at that moment because yeah. the team, you know, they're thinking them over team, and that's the, the yeah. football's the ultimate team game. He was uh, a veterinarian, appropriately so, because he was in the doghouse that night, wasn't he? He was in the doghouse. Ha, ha, ha. He was in the doghouse. <laughs> yes, he was in the doghouse for a while. Grammatica was for the Cardinals. I was thinking of the punter for the Jaguars who did the chopping the wood thing in the locker room oh, when Jack yeah. Del Rito was the coach and hurt himself. <laughs> yeah. I got yeah. those mixed up. <laughs> Yeah, I remember the grammatic play where he was jumping up. Yeah, and hurt that was for the but but you celebrate together. You know when they do, and what I mean is, guy scores a touchdown. I don't mind all the whole team going over there and jumping up yeah. and down and doing their thing. Just the individual dancing across the goal line or or, or running away from everybody to show attention to me. Everybody knows you scored a touchdown. We all saw it. We're jacked. Good for you. Yeah. You it's know, different. Like, if you throw the ball to Joe in the post and he works Elijah on and drop steps and dunks on him, he gets to celebrate. That was his move. Good job, Joe. And that time that it happened, I bet it was awesome. Win. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you have film was, of that? Can I see I it? <laughs> that may have been an EA Sports memory yeah, I had. It might have yeah. been in real life. I don't know. So, Coach, <laughs> I don't remember uh, that. <laughs> you got the pick right on the Saints game. How'd you do on the college games? I was exactly right. I was the only one out of when when we had Michael Felder on. I mm-hmm. said Washington and and uh, Michigan, and I was the only one of the four of us that had it right, or five of us, counting Christian, that had it right. So I'm, I was jacked about it. I, I thought. I thought, you know, and I hate to put stuff into, and y'all can talk about this too, about any sport, about, you know, how much does it mean internally or whatever. And, and when Harbaugh, the way they came together, and people said, well, I think they're more galvanized, I think they're more together. You know, a lot of times I don't believe in that stuff. I believe football's football. Now, you need to be together. I didn't know, but I really thought that did bring the team together. They really did have the us against the world. And whatever we say, Harbaugh, when he was with Frisco, were in three of the last four NFC Championship games. He does have a way of bringing people together, men together. And I think he used that as a motivation to do just that. His staff was obviously competent and did a good job during that time, but he was there all week. I think it brought them together in that us against them, the world. If they didn't have that, I think Washington would beat their butts in this game. But because they've got that, I don't know. Now it's going to be a tight game. I think Washington covers, but don't. So I, I thought that was I thought that was an important part, and it gives them something they can live on. And I think they're playing for him. Did y'all see the reporter ask him the question about his future after that game? And some of the ESPN, Stephen A. Smith said, that's not, you know, I was proud of Stephen A. That's not even the time to ask that. Mm-hmm. Wait till after the next game mm. to ask him that question. But his his players kind of smiled and laughed and started clapping. And I'm like, these guys are freaking all in. They don't care if he's leaving, staying. They care about he's got them focused on right now. This is our time. And uh, so I think that's good. Washington game, what a crap rule. I want to hear what y'all think about that. The guys, we're running out the clock. They're going to end up with the ball 15 seconds left. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, if, if, if they didn't have any timeouts left and Washington was behind and he got injured, there'd be a 10-second runoff for him laying out there. But because they're, he's, they're, I, because they're not behind, then you stop the clock and don't restart it. The clock should restart because that guy's clearly injured and it gave the defense an advantage because they hurt the kid. Mm-hmm. Now, they didn't hurt him on purpose. But if I'm on the other team and national championships on the line, I might take a shot at a knee. You know, I mean, some mm-hmm. people will take yeah. a shot at a knee. God, if we can get them down, now we'll have 40 extra seconds. The, the funniest I, thing I about that, that was coach, a bad rule. I, I agree 100. percent That the funniest thing about that was the only funny thing about it was they go Texas has refused the 10 second runoff. I'm like, you think? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have we talked about how if viewers just threw a better pass, they score at that last play? If he throws a back shoulder as he's going across the goal, the guy backed four yards wide deep open. into the end zone. Yeah, if he just throws it. But that wasn't the play. That's not designed. And you mm-hmm. got to do a different footwork. He couldn't do it. Once okay. they called that play, it was on. He wasn't going to be able to throw that ball. Okay. And the guy wouldn't have been looking anyway. But it should have never been in that situation. That timeout yeah. with that, that that you know, they should have had 15 seconds. I was upset with his lineman. I'm like, go pick the kid up and, and drag him off the field. You oh, got, you like, got to know the I would have even yell and crawl off the field. Yeah. <laughs> Make an effort yeah. to crawl off the field. This is the whole world on the line right here. You know, that, Clint Conk brought that up yesterday. He was in with his coach, and he said the exact same thing. He said, we worked on it, and the guys made fun of me. He's like, but we worked on it. He said, I told my guys, unless you have a bone protruding through your yeah. skin, you better crawl off the field if yeah. you have to. I said that I said that to our high school guys at PA. And I, if you can't get off, then I get it. But if you can if there's any way possible you can get off the field, get off the field. Because that's it. it's a big point in the game. 
That could have literally lost them the game. Yeah, almost yeah, did. It almost did. I was thinking well, of that Culpepper <laughs> moment where his offensive linemen are you know dragging him down the field. No, that was uh, the guy that was the OC at Tampa Bay, Byron Leftwich. Leftwich moment. Yeah, yeah. Byron and, he, yeah. and they're, they're taking him down yeah, the field. Yeah, I'm like somebody's got to help him off the field in that in that moment, knowing the situation. I, they obviously didn't know the situation. Yeah, when, and, 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 and that's a shame because the whole championship game could have been different. Well, Washington but, brought it on themselves because then they started rolling over and covering number one in the middle and leaving the guy on the edge by himself one-on-one where they could yeah. throw it up. That was idiotic. Well, I, I would tell you, too, when they got the, the, last, the next to last play and he threw it away and I was like, I'm watching the replay. And I'm like, when did they hit the ground, right? And I'm like, and they put a second on. I'm like, oh gosh, this is spells doom. Another spot, nobody looked at this. On that play, there were five seconds when they started. They didn't start the clock for two full seconds until the ball was snapped and he had the ball in his drop. Mm. Nobody even looked at that and caught that. And they put one second back on. I'm like, if they looked at the whole play, they would have gone, no, there was negative one second on the clock because they had it. The guy didn't start the clock for two seconds. And what if the guy on the sideline doesn't catch the ball? No, it, it's whenever it touches or lands on the ground. Right, if he if he moves it, out of the way and it flies through the air a little bit further yeah, and yeah, then hits maybe the ground on the no sideline. Yeah, 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 that's weird. So if I so that that makes me think if I'm on if I'm on a college team now and it's coming down to that last second, I'm going to scoot our guys down, media guys, anybody. Hey, you guys, I'm going to train them. Hey, stand <laughs> over there. We're going to throw to that side. Yeah. And if this thing, if we have to throw this thing away, you guys reach out and grab that thing. Because it stops as soon as it touches a human being. Okay. Well, I mean, you're going to have a little while to talk about this, but what's your gut say about Monday? Man, I, I think, you know, both teams, the first thing I look at is I look at third down percentage of, of, of conversion rate, and both of them are right around 45%. They're really good. They've done it in different ways, obviously. Uh, at the end, what I like is, I mean, this is a toss-up in, in so many ways. And uh, they're not mirrors of each other by any stretch, but it's a toss-up. But, but what I like is, is I like the fact that if Washington's losing, they can come back a little easier with Penix at quarterback than, than Michigan can, I think, although we saw that one. If Washington's down two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, they can come back. Michigan, I don't think, can if that situation happens, except for Washington's poor defensive play behind uh, in the back. But uh, and, and I think that they've they 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 average a hundred yards more per game on the ground. That's usually equal to six or seven points more. So I mean, I'm looking, I'm finding reasons to pick one team over the other. If I had to pick right now, I'd say very tight game. Washington covers slight lean to Washington winning the game. Yeah, but I think Michigan's D line is really, really good, and that could be the the difference in not letting him have time. But I'll say this: I think the Pac-12 was the best conference in the country this year. You know, and people, and I'm in SEC country. I've never thought that before this year. But when you look at Arizona, and you look at Oregon, and you look at Washington, and you look at Oregon, Oregon State, State in a bad bowl Utah. game, but uh, Oregon yeah. State and Utah. I mean, they all played some D. To, I mean, Utah's as good on defense as anybody in the SEC almost, and and people mm-hmm. don't realize that. And and Washington beat them all, and just kept on yeah. doing it, and beat Oregon twice, who yeah. was really good. I would have loved and, to have seen Oregon in a twelve team playoff this year, and obviously we would have loved to see Georgia too. Would would have loved to see Georgia in the mix with it. I thought this was a, it would have been the the best year if we would have got lucky, and this was the year that that it was the twelve. It would have been awesome. But right now, lean towards Washington. What, yeah, I, I, you know it's funny. I'm, I'm the same. I don't know about the outright win, but I think I think Washington. If I was going to pick, I'd take them to cover. The three and a half, or whatever it is, or four and a half, or whatever the number is. Um, 
How do you feel about their line versus Michigan's D-line, which was dominant against the not-great Alabama offensive line? Yeah, you know, Alabama, I think it was a little misleading. Alabama's been having trouble in pass pro all year long. Mm-hmm. They've been having it, and it's worked out well because Milrow runs and does they, – they worked with him on finding avenues out of it and what to look for, and, there, and there's definitely things you can do with a quarterback in that situation. Uh, Washington's O-line's been, been tough, and they've been strong, and, they, and they've stood up to, you know, different – I mean – Oregon Oregon has one of the best defensive ends in the country, and they just went one-on-one, didn't chip him, didn't double-team him, just manhandled the guy pretty much the whole game. He, he had a couple plays, but and they did it twice. I mean, those guys are good. They're a little undersized, but, man, that's not bad for pass blocking. That's good for pass blocking because you can move your feet and get there a little bit. 90% of pass blocking is getting in the way of the guy and not letting him swim you or jab one day, one way and rip through and have a clear path towards the quarterback, and they're quick enough to get there. So I think they I think they handle them better than anybody that Michigan has seen this year. Plus, what have they done more than anybody in the country? They pass blocked, so they're really good at that because they practice in game. They didn't make. I only saw one mistake in calling, changing the protection wrong to free up a defender. I only saw that one time for Washington. I saw it a few times for Bama mm-hmm. and a few times for Michigan the other night. Coach, I got a question here. This is from our uh, live fan feedback brought to you by the Gangster Museum of America and the Hattery down in Hunt Springs. What do you think about Alabama's last play call? You know, I put on Twitter, and I'm proud to say it's my first million dollar, or my first million viewed tweet. Hmm. Oh. 1.8 million views on this tweet because a couple of ESPN guys picked it up and retweeted and stuff like that. But I, I did a kind of a little thing on the last play, and I, and I talked about the last play. And, and you guys saw, if you watched ESPN, if he cuts left right there, that was how the play was designed to do. And I even had some old, you know, Jonathan Luigs griped at me and said, no, that's not how the play was designed a little bit and this and that. But it was. And you go, well, there's a free rusher, and he had to block the linebacker, so one of those guys was free. No, it's designed where if the free rusher comes up the field too far, the lineman turns up and blocks the linebacker. If he's not, he kicks him out and lets the quarterback go one-on-one. I didn't think it was a bad play. They executed it poorly. We saw the right tackle just get blown up and he eventually tripped. The low snap is what made him have to lean forward, and then I think he panicked. Panicked. And his momentum was going forward. He just tried to dive through because usually he can run through people. And me personally, that's not what I would have done. I would have either done him sprinting out with pass run option. Or I would have, well, my favorite play would have been they bubbled the receive, the, 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 the running back out. And I would have had all three receivers over there fake a block on their individual man-to-man guys and then all run slants in there. We call it blocking slants with the bubble. Because when the bubble, when they put shoot their hands, the defender then, even though he's in man, looks to see why they're blocking. And they, one of them, all you got to have is one out of the three take the step because they're in zero coverage. One out of the three, take a step towards that running back, and he's wide open in the end zone. And that's my favorite play in that situation. All right, we got to hit a break. More with Coach Kelly coming up, brought to you by the Little Rock Athletic Club. Joe, you rolling or you Any, sticking? Anybody who's playing Sheridan next year, remember that. <laughs> hey, you can remember all you want to. You're training them all year to do actually that. and I'm training I can them to say a little bit longer. Wes, Wes asked me very nicely, unlike you. <laughs> 